Welcome to the Pops Culture Podcast. New so, band name, I call it. Garage <laughs> <laughs> talk. Garage talk. Uh, I think your mic might be a little bit hot and turn it down. Your, height, your mic's peaking. Peaked. There you go. That's better. Peaked. Now you and I sound the same. God damn it. I don't want to sound different than you. I don't want to sound different than you either. I think we're all good now. I think I'm mine. Whoa, I just peaked mine. See? We should be doing this before the show. I'm an audio technician. Mic check. Audio technician. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not an audio technician at all. Just because I have a degree in media communication doesn't mean I know what the hell I'm doing in any of this stuff. None. No. None of this. Hell no. Cool. Anyway, let me use the other mic. So if I'm too hot, I'll move this away from my. Mouth. I can't really tell. You're fine. I don't know. Whatever. No one's gonna complain. Anyway, um, <laughs> my wife will complain. <laughs> your wife will complain. <laughs> my wife complains about other things I do. So <laughs> podcast is least of my problems. Yeah. Um. So, I had a question. Um, we had a thing where this kid wants to have a play date with my son. This will be the first one yet we've had with him, other than like ones we have with your son, like today. Yeah. And it's apparent I don't really know very well. And where does he know this kid from? School. Okay. After school, they play together and stuff like that. I don't want to become friends with people. Like I don't want to have to do the parents friends thing because yeah, I, yeah. as Tom Segura likes to say, I'm all friended up. And <laughs> is, have you had to deal with this? Yeah. Is it weird? It's weird. Have you met some parents where you're like, oh my God, like I will never hang out with them ever? Yes. Most of them. How do you deal with it? Do you just like, what are you like neutral territory? Like go to a park and. Yeah, that's, that's go to their how house? you do it. Yeah. Okay. It's. She's I mean, saying, we, my oldest has a few where he's gone to his house. Yeah. And that's just like, you know, hey, and he's old enough to where I feel like you can. As long as you confirm it, usually, <laughs> like, I talk to them with actual voice as little as possible. Text. Right, okay. So we text, hey, yeah, can I just drop him off, you know, <laughs> what time is good, this and that, are right. you okay with that? Like, I make sure it's okay with them first. Don't just pull up and sort of, yeah, like, Yeah, here's my boy, see you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he eats a lot, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and as long as they're cool with it, you know, and then I just, but that's the thing. It's like, I'm in and out and there's been a few that I've had where it's like, go to the park and chill out for right. like an hour or whatever. But yeah, it's just, it's like a whole, you know, blind date, but yeah, you're not really, you know, that's how it feels. It was, well, the conversation that I had posted on my social media about it was literally, my wife was like. Okay, well, it's the kid's mom, so do you want me to be there so it's not awkward? Yeah. And I was like, no, because then the dad will probably want to come, and then the next thing you know, we're going to be friends with these people. And she's like, oh, hell no. Yeah, it's yeah. not, yeah. And it's like, 
the literally it's weird that literally the only thing we have in common is hey our kids like to play together or they go to the same school yeah you know and that's the thing it's and that's that's how it was for my oldest like we'd because he was he had a point where he had like three kids that went to preschool with okay and they were the same age and they were going into first or kindergarten at the same time gotcha and so they kind of like all graduated and were like buddy buddy right right but they only go to school like you know 10 kids at the most so can you really you know statistically you're gonna yeah you know so and then so we're all lumped in together now with these these two other boys and it's like okay you know we we tried you know you try to make friends with the parents and be cool and do you get the feeling that they don't want to be friends with you too oh yeah like that's 90 percent of the time i'm like okay you know and i'm not i'm i don't i'm you know indifferent to the whole situation right but like i don't know i've been told by my wife that i have a very um ironically i have a very sort of a pollyannic sort of way about being in society when people say i'll call you tomorrow i actually expect them to call me tomorrow things like that And and i'm not good at at not acknowledging when something's awkward because I assume everyone else is in on it. Yeah. But even though apparently that's a social no-no. But I literally can see myself being like, hey, this is super awkward. I get it. We yeah. don't know each other. And that, I guess, somehow socially will make it worse from what I've been told. Which is stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. I really wish it should be like, hey, I don't really know you. You don't really know me. Our yeah. kids seem to be friends. Let's do this for an hour and a half until we both decide we're going to pretend that it's nap time and we're going to leave. Yeah. Because I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. And then, you know, if they're cool, that's one thing. That's fine. I mean, my friend Mark has told me different stories about his kids. And he's, like, telling me he's hanging out with these crazy, like, white dudes who are, like, you know, because he's, he's half Middle Eastern, half uh, Puerto Rican. So he's not white. He's like, dude, these white dudes are crazy. They showed me how to make napalm out of, like, uh, oh, styrofoam and stuff. And I'm like, what were your kids doing? He's like, oh, they're playing. I'm like, dude, like. I, I don't get like I, I wouldn't I don't know what I would do if like people like hey come check out my stash of you know whatever and look at this I'd be like I don't want to be your friend yeah I don't want to now be involved with the felony I don't want <laughs> you know I don't want to I don't want to do this yeah it's not my thing so uh, that's one of the the first aspect of parenting that I found to be uh I mean all the stuff you have to deal with as kids like I'm like okay I can deal with it whatever you know kids but this is the first thing where I'm like damn. I really can't tell my kid. I don't want you to hang out with that kid. And the reason being is because dad's awkward socially and I don't want to hang out with him fairly. Right. Yeah. So I'd like deal with this shit. Yeah. I don't want to, but whatever. Yeah. I feel there's like a part of that is the birthday party thing. Like, oh yeah. By the way, my son's birthday is coming up. You're invited. I forgot to tell you today earlier. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, no, the birthday party thing is very awkward. Like, and it gets worse because. He's 10, and we get just random birthday invites now. Yeah. And I'm still to the point where, like, um, he can go as long as I can drop him off and then pick him up at a certain time. Are there places, though, that you won't just drop him off? Like, if they were, like, going to, like, the, the water slides or something, would you probably go? No. No? No. <laughs> That's true. I've been to the water slides with that your I son. Can, yeah. He can roll the water slides just fine. I, I trust that Marcus <laughs> will make... <laughs> He's a 10-year-old, and that's fine, and he's going to make 10-year-old decisions. Right. But I feel like when it comes down to, like, basic life or death, 
you know getting lost or staying with the group he can do those functionality yeah he's a smart kid yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. got that um but if they're if they say yeah you could drop him off here pick him up there then i'm all over that um but if yeah it's it's that younger ones like the five and six year olds that yeah, yeah. you go oh, hey, we're going to chuck e cheese and so you know, we bring, and that's the thing is, you invite the older kid, but then you know, I he's got a little brother, and now right. he's got a little sister. Right. So now we're bringing the whole family to this thing because you, you know, it's just weird. It's just it. It's. The, he's. You're, are you so you're saying you're gonna take you're gonna be taking your ten year old as he gets older to places that he's outgrown? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's you know, if if my four year old, five year old soon gets invited to a party. And, you know, it's somewhere where we're going to be for a while. I'm not going to leave my 10-year-old home alone for that long. Right. And so it's just like, okay, let's go. And he's going to be grumpy and angry that he has to go to whatever some kids play thing. And so that's... He's going to learn to like, go to something like Chuck E. Cheese and start dominating with his size on, like, the, the basketball thing. <laughs> and just win hella tokens yeah. for his little brother. Or little tickets for his brother. Yeah. I went to... Um... I went to John's Incredible Pizza. Yeah, which for those who may listening who don't know what it is, it's like a, it's like a Chuck E. Cheese, um, that's that's you know bigger. It's and... somewhere between like a Chuck E. Cheese and a Dave and Buster's. Yeah, it's a Dave and Buster's for kids. Right, a lot of video games. There's a bumper cars there. There's like a little uh, tilt a whirl type roller coaster thingy in the middle of it. Yeah. Anyway, I went there once with Mark and with his kids before I had kids, and it was a hellish hellscape. As far as I was concerned. Yeah. And the pizza was terrible. Yeah. And the typical, um, um, what's it called? The uh, typical salad bar with uh, the iceberg lettuce and carrot uh, strips <laughs> with like, which is weird because like, like, it's like there's that and then there's like beets, you know, um, yeah. the little, uh, what are the chickpeas and then like kidney beans and then peaches. Like what <laughs> the hell? What kind of salad are you expecting me to make? And then anyway, but then. I went back with my buddy last weekend. He was in town. He's like, oh, hey, I'm taking my kid to John's Incredible Pizza. I haven't seen you forever. Come come hang out. I'll pay for all the stuff, whatever. Just come. I was like, okay, cool. My kids had a great time. Yeah. I could see your 10-year-old hating it. Yeah. Because it's right in the middle. Like, we, I had fun because I'm playing video games with my kids. Right. I'm able to, you know, throw footballs and shoot some baskets. It's kind of fun, whatever. Right. But if I was 10, I'd be like, this is terrible. <laughs> I have to pay money to play video games that I play for free at home for yep. hours. Yep. Uh, I'm shooting a basketball when I don't really care. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that would be terrible. They're, they're, yeah, the when it gets older, they're just a money pit. And so, like, oh, yeah. You'd be like, can I have more quarters, Dad? Can I have more quarters? Or now they do the cards. So, it's, you know, you, you got to pay, like, five bucks right, and then you right. get so many points on a card. And that whole Nice we're teaching our system, kids yeah. to do that, by the way. <laughs> just go ahead and scan a card. There's no consequences. Yeah, no consequences. You have no idea the currency yeah. sort of translate. Like, how much is it to play this game? 1,600 points. What the fuck does that mean, you know? <laughs> I look at him like, really? That's what you're telling me? Yeah. <laughs> and then some of them are like, you have this many credits on your uh, on your tickets. Like, they, they digitize the tickets on yeah, there. Yeah, the tickets now, yeah. And then I had one spit out three tickets at me. I'm like, what is going on? Did I bring <laughs> and this And then you have up? to take the tickets yeah. over to the machine that eats the tickets. Right. And then gives you the ticket. For the ticket, it's... Uh, I always hated the smug little prick kid. I was already older when they had the machines that would actually, you know, you and I were probably in our 30s when they developed those ones. You could stick the ticket in and it counts them for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always some smug little, like, seven-year-old girl 
who's just standing there staring at everybody while this basket of freaking tickets is going through the thing. She's just like, yeah, that's right, bitches. I'm that's about my 10-year-old, though. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> He's a ticket whore. I don't know what it is about that, that act of standing there looking at everybody. Just, like, taking up that ticket machine for, like, 14 it's, to 15 minutes. Yeah. While, it's, and it's like the other one is out of order, and you're just always. like, yeah. It's my time to shine. You know what this is? This is the kid equivalent of the kid who walks into the 15 or fifteen or less aisle of the store with like 25 items. Like, well, I didn't see the stick, the sign. I'm already got all my shit on the belt. So yeah. here we are. Yeah. <laughs> That's that kid grows up to be. And Luckily, I, feel, I feel like my wife has, has is like helping him with that. She's like, oh, let's go turn in all these tickets we won. And I'm like, oh, hello, loud. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go see what this winner won, everybody. <laughs> Your wife got so upset with me today. Well, Talking about Halo. Yeah. Sorry, Jess. It happens. <laughs> you lost to me. We're going to play again. And I'll beat her again. And it'll be funny. You know, I'm going to get my... Like I said, I wanted to get my 10-year-old in on the action. I'll uh, I'll see if we're around this weekend. See if the kids can get together and play again and bring the wife with me this time. And then we'll sit down and play. And uh, see if I can see if can get her scrounge up the working. old Xboxes and get I got, an old I got school my, one. I got my 360 if we got it around, so we need that. But yeah, it was the old school one, the original Halo. And we got to play on like a like land party style, two different TVs. Yeah. That way she can't For cheat. Sure. No screen peeking. No screen peeking. You got to watch over the 10 year old. He's a uh, notorious screen peeker. Just bring your dad over for the heck of it, too. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. You remember those land parties, man? Those were, the, those were oh, dude, awesome. When Halo 2 came out. And we went over to Jamal's house. Yeah. And he, his kitchen island was full of donuts, Mountain Dew, pizzas, cookies, pizzas. Dorito. Oh, man. We fully embraced fat nerd in him that we night. Were, it was we amazing. Zone. Dude, that was the best. Remember? And, like, we all watched the intro video yep. and all that before we played. Oh, it was so good. That was so, yeah. That was fun. Those were fun days. Those were. I remember waking up after going to bed at 3 in the morning and you were still playing Tony Hawk at our house. <laughs> So trying to get boxed a banana, whatever oh, trick man. that was. Yeah, that, it was a like part of the ch- anyway. That yeah. soundtrack for that uh, that thing like was embedded in my brain for many years. So many years. <laughs> there was like songs on that soundtrack that I've known for years before that ever came out. Oh yeah. But now when I hear them, I'm like, oh Tony, <laughs> it's Tony, Tony Hawk. <laughs> that's, that's the call out. Yep, Tony. <laughs> Every time I see a kid on, on a on a skateboard, dude, I say it to myself if yeah. no one's in the car. Tony, Tony. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Dreamcast. That's oh my is. god, the dream. What was that basketball game I used to play? Like religious. I forget the name. There was like a basketball game on there. It was like a pro NBA game. It was like NBA 2K. I'm 2K, sure. yeah. So, dude, I wouldn't. I played that game constantly. I love that game. It's like one of the last basketball games I really liked. Yeah, that's how I feel about the 2K, the NFL 2K. That was a good football game. Yeah, and they killed that off. Still with Madden. Dude, Madden's a great game though. I'm still, I'm still like Madden. What? What was the last Madden you played? I played the most recent one. I have it in my in my Xbox right now. It's 18. I believe so. Maybe it's 17. Okay. I, haven't actually I think it's bu- 17. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't bought a physical Madden since uh, 05, 06. I haven't bought one either. My wife was, I was talking about, we were at like Target one day and I was yeah. like, oh man, I haven't played Madden for a, day, for a while. I'm like, I, the new one looks pretty badass. I'm like, ah, 
I should get this one of these days, you know, yeah. but dust off my Xbox. I, dude, when we had our kid, I hadn't played Xbox forever because just working as much as I did and stuff. I just have time. And yeah. I was like, oh, man, I actually have time. That'd be fun to play Madden. And then the next thing I know, she was like, oh, I got to run in and get something real quick. I was like, oh, okay. It was just me being the idiot I am. I'm just like sitting there. And then she comes out with a game. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so it was cool. So, like, I've just been playing that game forever because I'll just start, like, a team, do yeah. a fantasy draft. And then just play it. And I like doing the whole, like, off-season stuff. Okay. Like, right now, the, the team I have right now, I'm, like, I think I'm, like, 8-2. and two, And I've got, like, four first-round draft picks. This traded away hella people. And I'm just going to try to build the team up, you know, in, like, 2020 season right now. Yeah. It's just fun. It's, like, it's like, it literally is, like, now. It used to be something I did because I just... I love doing it because I've grew up on video games. Yeah. But now it literally is one of those things where it's like, I really don't like watching that much TV anymore. Right. But I get home from work and everyone's asleep and I just kind of want to decompress for a while. I'll just play video games and immerse myself in that world. Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Because like a lot That's of the awesome. books I'm interested in reading now and I want to read and do books on tape stuff, they make you think. Like they're <laughs> like social books or this, right. that, you know, they're biographies and, you know, I don't, I don't read for fun I mean, I read for fun, but I don't read fun books. Like, I don't get lost, you know. Right. It's hard to get lost in a book about, yeah. you know, like, something going on. But, so, it's like, I just, when I want to just do nothing, it's like, turn on Madden, just play football, and see what I can do. It's fun. Yeah. No, that's that's the way I'm with uh, Destiny 2. Like, yeah. just turn it on and shoot aliens for a while and <laughs> go to bed. Yeah. But that's, you know, and it's something that. It's like comfort food for your brain. It is. It's weird because we grew up with a generation that does that. Yeah. So it's like it's this thing where we just sort of do it. And it, it's funny because there's, there's such a stigma about it. Like, oh, you're just a dork-ass gamer or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> maybe, but, I mean, yeah, I don't spend my whole life doing it. Like, it's like anything else with moderation. I mean, people come home and have a glass of wine or two or a beer after dinner, after work and to decompress. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not doing that. I'm playing yeah. Madden. Or I'm, you know, I don't go get high, or I don't do whatever. <laughs> exactly. I just play Madden. You yeah. know, it's like it's it's weird how there's like people want to stigmatize things that people do, but then you turn around and look at them, and you're like, well, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's funny how people so quickly want to judge. Exactly. But you know, it's and fine. That's, yeah, and then some of the newer games, like you know, I actually get to play them with my son. So he's the right age now. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he's old enough to understand. You know, various game ideas and figuring things out like we do like you know the raids and stuff and that's fun for us it must be cool in a way too to um to have him be of the age where you can show him games that we used to play and he can like you can like rediscover them through him yeah that must be kind of cool yeah like like with halo yeah halo it really uh <laughs> tecmo bowl that uh the nas classic came out i think a year ago or whatever we played it on our show yeah, Remember we sat there and played it one right, night. and then uh, Tecmo Bowl, and he he totally gravitated, gravit, you know, gravitated to the game, and he was like, "This game is cool," and he, you know, "Which team can I be?" and you know, "Who the hell's Bo Jackson?" Pass, and yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah he, knowing nothing about teams or right. players or anything, he just wanted to play and find out, and because he was playing football, you know, uh, junior peewees, right? So he was. He wanted to learn more about it, and so I thought that was pretty cool. You know, what's funny is actually when we, you and I were coaching together, we used to coach that kid Dylan, who's now in the Marines. Um, <laughs> he was an MMA fighter for a while and stuff. And it seems like you know that was 
three years ago. Right. He's and it was... he's been in the Marines long enough to I think re up already. <laughs> and he was an MMA fighter for a couple of years after high yeah. school. And this was uh this was he was twelve? Yeah. Yeah. It was He was almost your son's age. Where did we coach. We coached uh junior Junior midgets. Junior midgets. That's so right. anyway, um he um when he was a quarterback, when I first had him, I remember what I used to tell him was, I want to have him read defenses. I remember, because I was offensive coordinator, I used to be like, we would get up there on defense in practice and go, okay, stop. What do you see? What's your pre-snap reads? Yeah. And he's like, well, he looks like he's on a man, man-to-man, but that route is a deep route, and he's we have a faster guy on the deep route, so he he's probably going to beat him. This guy's here. The safety's over there. I was like, cool. And then I was like, do yourself a favor. Go home and play Madden, but pay attention to it. Right. And actually play it and look at the defenses and, like, look where your guys are, you know, stuff like that. And he said he would do that, and it actually helped. So it's kind of funny how, like, if you really pay attention to some games, like, they talk about how you can use they, the military uses games now for strategy stuff yeah. and also how to, like, um, um, hand-eye coordination, reflexes, things like that. For sure. So, I mean, they're not. They're not useless. They definitely yeah. have a use to them, you know. Yeah, they, they build skills of some sort. Yeah. And like, I, I feel like... Online playing now does a lot of team stuff, too. Yeah. Also a lot of shit talk, but a lot of team stuff. Well, yeah. I think it's good for kids to know how to do that, too, though. <laughs> for sure. Your son's learning. He is. Yeah, he is learning. Which is good, because he's learning against people like me and you who do talk a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's. I think it's better to be humbled with losing that battle in the beginning Right, because if you talk shit and you're rich and you're really good at stuff and you're this and you're that and like <laughs> everyone's like, well, I can't really talk shit to you because you've got all these things I don't. But if you start like losing at games and talking shit to adults, <laughs> and then they keep beating you, then eventually you start winning. It's like, oh, it's so on now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got every every bullet in his arsenal now. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to playing Halo against him again. That was fun. Yeah, we were playing Halo. On Father's Day, we it was just we went over to my dad's house and he has an old copy of like Halo Reach, I think, mm-hmm. and we were playing Halo and he set it up so that <laughs> it was the vehicles and then it was uh, everybody had rocket launchers. <laughs> so this warthog. Just, so he yeah. got in a tank and there's only two tanks and so he got in one tank. He blew up the other tank and he was just. You know, blowing everybody up with tanks, and I was just like, "Okay, tank guy." And so he just wait. It's your dad or your he, son? Huh? Your dad or your son? My son. Okay, my ten year old. He was blowing advanced for your dad. That's all oh yeah, no. My dad, but my dad did get in. The, he got in the other tank when it spawned, but then uh, my ten year old blew him up immediately. Like yeah. he was, he knew when the tank was spawning, and then he blew it up, knowing. So Jack, he was like watching it, and then he he watched my dad run in, get in the tank, and then he blew up the tank. So, but he was talking so much mess, so much mess, and I was just, you know, I was like, okay, all right, and so. Uh, we were playing on like a 60 inch my dad's TV right and I had the little and it was uh cropped into three so uh he had the bottom half and me and my dad were sharing the top quarters right right and so I like I would spawn in and like I would immediately see the tank turn around and go to where I was and I was like you screen figure yeah. you were such a cheater I'm not cheating boom and he blows me up you know knowing exactly where I was he must have killed my dad like 10 times in a row 
like immediately have to respond to. I just realized your dad is Jim Halpert from The Office when they're playing Call of Duty in The Office. He's like facing the wall, jumping up and down. <laughs> completely. Yeah. Completely driving the wrong way. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just trying to kill Germans. He just We're on the to... German side. <laughs> he just wants to be included. Uh, he got some kills, though. Yeah, he did. He he, he was, uh, he finally, he was in another vehicle and finally like started running people over and stuff. I remember when he got, he got a couple of kills, I always felt bad because we'd be like, what? Who got killed by him? Yeah. <laughs> Who died? Good job. And nobody would say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. I shot myself. Yeah. I blew myself up with a rocket launcher. The grenade went off in my hand. <laughs> yeah. Or you just throw a sticky bomb on him and keep running. Yeah. There you go. Hey, boop. Take that. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. But then when I got even with him... We did a, a Destiny game, and you're able to, like, he could be on his Xbox, and I'm on my Xbox. And oh, can, no screen watching. Yeah. <laughs> Smashed him. And yeah. I talked miss the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was Watch out for that rocket. What rocket? Boom. And I could hear him go, ah, because he's in the other room, so I could hear him, like, yelling. And That's I would awesome. just laugh. I would just laugh. Laugh to myself. He and I played Marvel vs. Capcom. And they have, like, the three people on the team. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be whooping on them with one dude. I'm like, I guess I could probably bring my other teammates on. He's like, shut up. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me to babysit you if you know what's going to happen. He's super angry at fighting games. He does. He can't play fighting games, and he will get angry. Yeah, it was great. And He's... the four-year-old's starting to pick up on that anger, and he likes to play. He plays Marvel vs. Capcom 3 on my... Yeah, mom. Mom has banned him from the Xbox version, but I let him play on my little PlayStation by himself. What is the difference? Uh, I set it up so it's super easy on on my thing. Oh, okay. And is it, is it on, more violent on the Xbox? No, because they play each other. The ten year old and the four year old play each other, right? And the ten year old completely dominates, right? Like he doesn't give up. Like you playing Killer Instinct against everybody. Yeah, I I see a lot of myself in him, but yeah. he he won't let up at all. Ever and my four year old like drops the controller and punches him in the gut or punches him in the head and my <laughs> the my wife's just like no more of this game no more yeah so there I don't allow them to play it together and you know some every once in a while I ask to play it and I'll just let him play on my handheld and it's a touch screen so it's easier for him to figure out like he could just um, you just like touch the other guy right and it does combos and stuff. Oh damn! So it feels like a super pro, right? Right? Yeah. But yeah, he, you know, it's I just set it up and let him play on that, and he can pick whoever he wants, like Iron Man or Captain America. You should let him practice when ten year olds at school are sleeping. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. You can do this. Train him. Get like a Rocky style montage going. Yeah. Get him. Yeah, I think it'd be good. <laughs> Street Fighter style. Yeah, that was a game. That was a game I introduced both of them to as well. Have they have they said anything about the idea that it's like? This is super like low tech compared to what we like. Like, is there has that kind of been a thing for them yet? Where they like this is not not cool because it's like not realistic looking. Yeah, because Marvel vs. Capcom is it's a really cool looking game. Yeah, that's a that's the newest a one, current one. Yeah, yeah, it's a really cool looking game. Where yeah. Street Fighter, it's you know you're they upgrade a bit, but it's still an upgrade on the basic premise behind it. They can't really for sure you can't really lose that uncanny valley idea of like. We're going to make Chun-Li look literally like what you would think chun was like, no, nah, it doesn't yeah, work. Well, they just released, I think, Street Fighter Five. I think. I saw commercials for it. 
Yeah, and that's, I mean, the graphics are pretty close to, like, Capcom. So, it's mm. Marvel versus Capcom. Right, so, right, it's yeah. like, they've jumped. The graphics have definitely jumped from, you know, what we, Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Hyper Championship mode or whatever. Maybe the original Street Fighter with, like, the big-ass things you hit yeah. in the arcade, the big, like, drums. Yeah. Yeah. That was a terrible game. That was. Yeah. Then they realized, oh, people are either breaking these or not playing. <laughs> these cost way too much money to maintain. Speaking of commercials, um, have you seen the trailer for um, for uh, the new Predator movie? Yeah. I posted on my Instagram how uh, I saw the trailer. Well, no, it was yeah, it was a commercial. Wasn't the Red Band trailer? There's a Red Band trailer. Okay, there. I'm going to. Spoiler alert for this commercial slash movie that's supposed to come out. Uh, it's the one with the like the Uber Predator at the yes. end. Yes. Yeah, I was. Uh... Do you know what that literally is to me? Remember on Family Guy when Peter's like, "I wrote a script. It's like Jaws, but then another bigger shark comes, <laughs> and it's called even bigger Jaws, and they have to team up to fight against bigger Jaws." Oh my god! I saw this and I was like, "Jesus Christ! This is Family Guy. This is bigger Predator now, and the other yeah. Predator has to fight against him to get the Predator." So awful. Yeah. It like I'm not. The only thing about it that I find redeeming is Shane Black directed it. He's the guy who directed the original one. The original was, one he, what? The original Predator movie. From 80s? Yeah. He was in sure? it. I know he was in it. I thought he directed it too. Fact check. Go on IMDb right now. Okay. But I know he was in it. Well, he directed Iron Man 3. I'm pretty sure he directed the first Predator cuz he was Hawkins in it. The guy who's like, "I can make it." Then he gets shot in the head. Yeah, that's that's Shane Black. I'm pretty sure he did the original Predator too, or the original Predator, not Predator Two. Predators, Predator, the Robert Rodriguez one? No, eighty-seven. Okay, no, I guess I was wrong. It's John McTiernan. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. What else has Shane Black done there? Because I know he's Iron done Man some 3? stuff. I know Iron Man Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane Pitch Black. Black, I think. Did no, that's no. So full filmography as a director, he has done The Nice Guys, amazing movie. I've never seen it. Oh, dude. Is it good? Really? You would love that movie so much. <laughs> That's the one with uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah. And, and um, what's his name? The dreamy sunbitch. Yeah. From Iron Driver. Man 3. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Never seen it. I heard it was good, actually. Never saw it. He directed um, those. And he's got four more upcoming projects. Predators being one of them. What, um, what's the title? Of the, is it The Predator? I think it's called The Predator, yeah. Uh, let me see here. I, I was actually there first. Oh. The Predator. When a young boy accidentally triggers the universe's most lethal hunters to return to Earth, the only ragtag crew of ex-soldiers... Anytime you hear a ragtag, and it's, I'm done. Uh, of ex-soldiers and disgruntled science teacher can prevent the end of the human race. I hope to God that was the pitch they gave in the room. So we got disgruntled. How does this movie get made? Dude, it's people being shot and hung upside down by predators. No, but that's what I want to see. Like, they're in there. Right, but it's awful. Like, the supporting cast and the story is awful. Like, I saw the trailer and it was spoiled at the end. And, like, I made a post. And I'm like, remember when this movie was, like, it was just called The Predator? But you didn't know what right. The Predator was? Right. Remember that? Well, it was, and it was so much more ambiguous because it was in the middle of the jungle. So there's lots of predators out there. The Adrian Brody one wasn't terrible. Like, no, it was. I thought terrible. it was decent. Yeah, it was decent. And I thought that the way that they, 
skewed it off like these were uh, a different, almost like a different breed of predator. Right. But they were, well, they were the same species, but like a different culture. Right. Yeah. They were that yeah. intrigued me. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. That, that that could make a, you know, a whole new universe based on this. And really? I was like, cool, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, let's do this. The only thing about that movie that I wasn't a big deal, I wasn't really into was I'm, I'm not a big Adrian Brody fan. Yeah, something, I can see that. Something about him is just kind of off-putting. Like, I would have loved him since, I mean, I was, he's kind of like my go-to guy for action movies. I would love to see someone like Tom Hardy in it. Yeah. Like, someone like that. Someone who's a little bit more, because Arnold, the thing with, with the Arnold movie was, they were all, they all looked like badasses. Yeah. You know, Billy was a giant Indian they did, dude. Yeah, they were like the Carl wrestler. Weathers. Everybody was a yeah, you know, wrestler. Was, yeah. Yeah. You so you got huge. that, okay, these guys are special ops yeah. badasses. Adrian Brody's a skinny, super tall guy. Yeah, even Lawrence Fishburne was in that movie. It's like, eh. like he's good and all, but Lawrence Fishburne now is basically he yeah. Is... But Lawrence Fishburne's part in that movie, he was just some crazy dude who was trapped on that island. I honestly or, forget what he was forever. I honestly forget what he was. Did he he had like yeah, he he had like made he had like. So for those of you who haven't seen yeah, Predators, who cares? It's like twelve years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Instead of the predators going to an island, this rogue band of this predator race uh, steal like kidnaps people and drops them off on this planet. It's like what we and do, and then they hunt them. It's like certain people do with uh, with captured hunting. Now they do that like that. Like remember okay. when Dick Cheney shot his friend in the face? Yeah, that was one of those places where they like let quail out of like little like little traps and they run and they shoot them. So it's kind of the same thing, except it's a planet and, and not you know some dudes you know yeah. three acre yeah, right. <laughs> whatever. You're not shooting birds anyway. So the predator, the, the these aliens, they steal people and they weren't just people. It was any sort of you know predatory. They think they're going to make good hunts, right. like species. So there were, like, aliens and different things and all sorts of people. Well, and then so, like, these ten people get dropped in the same area and then they're hunted. Well, they come across Fishburne and he's, like, he was there from, like, whatever, years ago. And he's, like, found a way to survive and he's living in, like, a old ship or something. That's he's, right. He's pieced it together. And yeah, well, and he's like, and he's like batshit crazy in that movie. Like, yeah, to the point where he can barely communicate with these people. Didn't they actually, there wasn't there actually like an actual, the alien from aliens. Wasn't there like something on there with that? Like a bones or something or like a skull. Yeah, there, there was like but that crossed that over a while. That's what I'm ago. saying. There was some kind of Easter egg with that though on there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 But that, that mo- like predators could be such a better compelling movie. It should be. It should be. And I, I feel like there's the audience there, and I feel like it's the same target audience that you're getting for Predators as you're getting for Ant-Man, Infinity War. It's all that same science fiction comic book crossover. They used to have a Predator comic. Yeah. And people, Batman actually fought Predator in the comics, and people loved it. It was like an amazing event. Is, ba- is Predator, though, in the comics a bad guy still, or is there a good guy type Predator? Because I wonder if that's the problem. Well, he's still, like, that was the coolest thing to me about both the first Predator with Schwarzenegger and the Predator 2 with Glover. Is that the Predators have a code. Right. And they were, like, morally balanced. And they weren't just this crazy race killing people. Right, right. Like, they It was would, like hunters are here. Like, they don't kill fawns. They don't... Yeah, a you, you know, don't there's, kill. like, yeah, a, yeah. a code of moral yeah, yeah. ethics. And they had it. And that was... 
I found that and their race and their technology. That was all the interesting parts. Right. And if you're just going to be like, yeah, that's whatever. I don't know. I'm not on board at all with this movie. I feel like Neither. it's going to it's going to tank. Yeah. And I and I hate that because I like that uh franchise. Like I want it to succeed. I want to see some sort of dark predator movie that you know maybe follows the predator or not. What if what if it wasn't called a predator movie and it was just like about like Sicario drug lords and the cartels and you're just watching this cartel movie and then all of a sudden it turns into a predator movie blows everybody's mind. It'd be funny if these people who are like action movies just drop predators in movies every once in a while. Yeah, what if they did an Expendables movie but the predator came in halfway through? That would be amazing. <laughs> See? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Cross it over. Terry Crews can get Sylvester arm cut off. I'm 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 telling you, Stallone, get out there, get the rights to Predator. He's too busy making Rocky Eight. Yeah. Creed. Creed Dose. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon he's gonna have... I didn't see Creed the first one, did you? No, Creed three is probably gonna fight the robot from Rocky Five. What was the Rocky was it, the last Rocky? Rocky Balboa. Yeah, I didn't see. I that was a good one, actually. The one where he fought the young fighter in like a, uh, a, um, like a exhibition match. Yeah, that was a good. That was actually a good movie. Decent. It was, it was a lot like the um, the first one, like the first Rocky movie. Where it was like more about him and less about fighting and boxing and things like that. It was, it was actually a good movie because he, he's basically a loser again. Yeah, know, Adrian's dead. His kid doesn't want to talk to him. <laughs> he's got like nothing he's yeah. like just like he basically works at a restaurant and like just walks around and tells stories to uh-huh. people and you know so he's just a loser like so, a local celebrity kind of thing yeah basically and that's all he is and it's like one of those things where he's just gonna die out and then I guess he says some. I forget what the plot but he basically says something to this one kid I forget who the guy is who plays the other like Terry something or Tony, James Tony maybe James yeah. Tony anyway he basically says something to him or something that comes out and then like it's like, oh, they have an like, exhibition fight, and then everyone's like, you're crazy, and yeah. he does it, and he does it, like, to kind of teach his kid a lesson. And that's, huh. that's, like, there's, like, there's like a quote that goes around, like, the weightlifting world, where it's, like, the quote where he's, like, in the middle of the fight, and his, his kid's like, dude, you, you gotta stop. And he's like, no. So, it's like, life, life will knock you down. It's not a matter of how many times you get knocked down, it's not how many times you keep getting up, and stuff like that, and he just, like, keeps going. I think he loses the fight, but, like, he basically, like... Just, it's like, the dude's like, what the fuck, like, how are you doing this? How are you making me bleed and all this different stuff? And it's like one of those things where it's like, it's just kind of a moral victory at the end. (laughs) But it's still cool. I mean, at least they they ground it. It's like, the 55-year-old boxer's not going to beat the 22-year-old stud. Right. So, you know, it's, it's, but like, he holds his own. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's actually not a bad movie. I never saw Creed. Um, I, I, like I said, you know, I'm not a big Michael B. Jordan fan. I just don't think he's very believable as a tough guy. Yeah. I'll see him in a rom-com all day, but I just don't believe him as a tough guy. Soon uh, they should have got somebody else. Well, he was on Parenthood. That's how he started. Well, no, he started in that Fruitvale Station movie, but then he was in the show Parenthood for a long time. That show became, what is the, what is the um, social issue of the day? Let's throw a character that represents that. Nice. Yeah, it literally was like Michael B. Jordan was the white girl's black boyfriend. And it was like, cool, we're all accepting of this. <laughs> and then the next one was like, 
oh, my boyfriend's a soldier. <gasps> he has PTSD. Oh, no. And it was just like, come on, people. Yeah, and it was yeah. like, you know, this guy's got this. And just it was like, bad. Yeah, it was like, okay, guys, like, let's just let's just search USA Today for the next thing and throw it in there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he was good on that show. I liked him a lot on that show because he, he had a good role, I thought, for him. But Okay. I'm thinking, I was, trying, I was trying to think of that the other day, like who, because when I saw the commercial for it, like who I would have liked better as Creed, I, as an actor to play Paulo's son. I can't think of anybody really, but maybe um, Donald Glover, because I like Donald Glover. Yeah. And I kind of, I don't believe him as being a tough guy, but I kind of do, like in Spider-Man, his character was kind of like, he was kind of a tough guy. He was almost intimidating. Yeah. The part, that's one of my favorite parts of that movie. He tries to do his intimidation mode. <laughs> he's like, leaving. hey, you got to get better at this part of the job. <laughs> I love that. Those That's gonna... not your voice. Yeah. I heard your voice. You're a girl. Yeah. I'm not a girl. I love he's got his hands stuck to the car. Yeah. That'll dissolve in two hours. Hey, nah, this ain't cool. This. I got ice cream. <laughs> I got ice cream. Fix You're a criminal. This. You deserve that. <laughs> Uh, I saw, uh, did you see that he spoiled the name of the new Spider-Man movie? Yeah. <laughs> Tom Holland's I, I'm, I'm 100% sure that that was. I'm sure it's all planned. Yeah. But still, it's funny the way they all just embrace it. It's yeah, funny. It is. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home. Is it the spirit realm? Is that why it's far from home? <laughs> we don't even want to talk about it. I know. Even, yeah. I know. I'm just gonna let you. Ant Man and Wasp comes back. It comes out in a week. That's all. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it looks good. I saw a commercial for it. Was great. He like makes himself big in a room and he makes himself halfway small. And she's like, "Oh, you think Cap would be proud of you?" (laughs) (laughs) It looks funny. It does. I hope they pull off funny, and then all of a sudden, the last it's gonna be like it's gonna be like Thor, dude. Hella funny, and then all of a sudden, the last thirty seconds, like, oh, tragic. What is this? Yeah. What? We all know the horrible thing that's going to happen, though. <laughs> I love the interview, man, the Russo brothers give now. It was like, where did Thanos go after he snapped? They're like, oh, he went to a place he likes to go to. <laughs> They're like, where is it? It's a place where he said he could watch the sunset. <laughs> Wherever he wants to go. Yeah, and all these nerds are like, you sons of bitches, just tell us. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it must be so fun to be those guys. Yeah. <laughs> to know everything and not care. Nope. I was, uh, there was that guy who remember, um, he was dying of like leukemia or something when Star Wars came out and he asked JJ Abrams if he would show him the, the movie before it came out. Yeah. And he did. And he was just like, tell me everything you know about the franchise. Cause I'm not going to be alive long enough to see it. So I want to know. It just shows you like how thick people's fandom can be. Yeah. That when you're on your deathbed, you want to know what happens in Star Wars. Well, that's, you know, distractions. Yeah. That's the thing that. He thinks about rather than his terminal cancer. Mark told me that when he was having kidney problems. He was just like, dude, my kidneys can't give out until after I see Infinity War 4. I know what the hell happens. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I mean, it's become, it's weird. It's become the escapism like we were talking about earlier with with playing video games. Yeah. Is that, it's, but Netflix has kind of messed it up for people because you can binge watch like everything. Yeah. So... You get done with it, and it's like, okay, next. And now it's like with this, it's like, okay, next chapter in the movies, please. And they don't come out for a year, yeah. eight months, whatever. And it it does build up, you know, suspense. But I think at a certain point, there may come a time where people are like, you guys have got to start putting them out faster. <laughs> like, they got to come out every two months or something. Yeah. 
because people are just like either going to lose interest or like, you know, they're going to start being like, well, I could watch that now or I could wait and watch a couple years from all the come out on DVD or digital or whatever. Right. And watch them all at once. Yeah. It's, that's like, it's, it's like a controversy, right? It's like movies in general, like going to a theater and doing that whole thing. It's like, it's changing. You know? Yeah. Cause now that movie theaters and have you seen this is the movie theaters setting up subscriptions so you can pay per monthly for, to go to like uh, AMC or whatever movie theater. Damn. You get like a monthly card, you you buy in, and so you pay whatever ten bucks a month, right? And you can go to like three movies a month. How crazy is it that like up until like what a couple of years ago, movie theaters were movie theaters. Yeah. Now it's like we got recliners. Yeah. We got food that will come serve you. We've got this. We've got that. Yep. Like I guarantee you, soon they're gonna start having massage chairs. Yeah, and I, they're gonna have. How about you have it where people can't come and shoot me during the movie? How about that? That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're gonna have. Uh, they're gonna show like shows and other things rather than they have movies. concerts now. Yeah. yeah, they do concerts and stuff. And I think some places will still do like like um, big um, sporting events too. Yeah, I think some of them still do that. But yeah, well, that's yeah. I, I feel like it's you know it's it's uh, maybe not in the next ten years, but. It's coming to a close. I think movie theaters are going to be... Because you have direct to digital, right? And so, like, you know, in that J.J. Abrams, the Cloverfield Paradox, you know, that's the first probably movie, the huge movie, right? Everybody's like, oh, the sequel to Cloverfield. And... It was a prequel, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's in the it's in the but it's universe. in the it's in the universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they drop the trailer for it, and then at the end of the trailer, it's like only on Netflix right now, and everybody's like blown away, right? You know, but Netflix has that kind of coin to drop that, and they're like, hey, how about you make this movie? We'll help you fund it, and you're gonna put it on Netflix first. Right. And I feel like more movies and more people, you know, they'll take that cash rather than risk box office like. Would I watch this stupid Predator movie if it was available on Netflix next week? Probably. Will I go to a movie and see it? A movie theater and see this movie? No way in hell. That's that's weird because Netflix will start becoming the straight to straight to DVD sort of thing. Like, there's a lot of movies that you like. Stallone did this movie. Yeah, straight to DVD. Yeah. Like, and Disney is notorious for that. They well, would release they released oh, yeah. animated features like Dumbo and I mean like Bambi two and like. Yeah. sequels to movies. There was like three Aladdin movies. Yeah, and nobody, you know, you didn't know about it unless you were in that whole VHS DVD loop straight right. to straight to home video. Well, then there was a um there was like like guys like like I said like Stallone and people like that who put out these movies that go straight to DVD, they do like some other country or yeah. whatever. And that's actually like a big market for some people. And it it what's his name? Sandler signed He's one of the first people to ever do it. He signed a multi-movie deal with yeah, Netflix. There's he had so like, many Sandler movies yeah. on Netflix. If I just you, saw like, a, a preview just search one. Sandler and yeah, the, the some new one where like him and Chris Rock, they're like at a there's that a wedding. One. There's that one, but there's one that was a uh, he's not even in the one I saw. It's a Happy Madison production though, uh-huh. so it's him and it's um it's David Spade is like it's literally that's my boy, the movie he did before, right? But with david spade is like a drunken redneck oh. and it's basically that it's like it's, yeah. it's like he's you know 
It's like I think that like it starts off with like him and like his buddy, the the son and his buddy saying whose dad could beat up the other dad. Right. And David Spade like gets hammered and goes to the other guy's house. Like our kids think we should fight, and then they fight, and like yeah. it's it's a really dumb premise for a movie. It looks terrible, but it'll probably people will probably watch it because it's on like you said it's on Netflix. Like yeah. what am I going to have to lose? Exactly. Not like it's going to charge me more than the nine dollars I already pay. Exactly. So who cares? So yeah, I mean that is definitely a way to get crappy movies. Seen by people, yeah. Because how many times have you watch something on HBO because it's on, right? You're like, ah, oh, whatever. I'll watch this. Oh yeah, the Born Ultimatum's on. Sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I, there is not a time that if if Point Break is on, I will not watch it. Yep. Top Gun, Predator. I can't tell you how many times I've watched Casino. Yeah. <laughs> and not because it's a bad movie; it's an amazing movie. But it was on like every Saturday night for like a year. Yeah. And you know, I don't sleep, so like one in the morning, I'm like, oh, Sharon Stone. All right, <laughs> let's go. Let's do it. Total Recall was on the other night. Oh, God. The first one. See, and I would watch the other one just to see what it was like if it was on Netflix. Yeah. Like, all right, let's go Colin Farrell. What do you got? I'll watch it. it I don't was, care. Yeah. And that's, I didn't go see it in the theater, but I, you know, acquired it and watched it and it was decent. I mean, it's like too- if it was on Netflix, I'd say, yeah, check it out on Netflix. It's worth it. It's too bad, though. It's cause... worth two hours of your time. <laughs> I feel but I wouldn't say it's worth two hours of your time and twenty five bucks. Yeah, 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 and a night and a babysitter. And... Right, and that's the thing. It's you know, movie theaters. <sighs> so here's the thing though about movie theaters. As much as I don't like going to theaters for all those reasons, I don't like people. I don't like people who are rude. I don't like just all of it. Yeah, I don't find them. A lot of the magistry of it's been sucked out of it over the years. But the thing is, it's one of the only places in in, in our whole entire country. Where people who don't know each other will will convene in the dark and have a single sort of thing. No matter what. You could be right. everyone in there, no one knows your religion, your politics, your whatever, but you're all hanging out because you have this one thing in common that you both all that you all want to sort of um experience. Experience, yeah. Yeah. But when you get rid of that, as much as there is like it's kind of like it's kind of like the free market for uh, for civility. You, it checks itself. If someone's being an asshole in the theater, everyone gives them the turnaround stink eye, and it's yeah. like okay, you kind of get it. I mean, obviously, there's people in there who who aren't going to get it. They're kind of like what what <laughs> you know, bring their kids in who are crying yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But for the most part, you kind of like you know, you get a shush, you get a whatever. People kind of chill out and whatever. Yeah, and, and it's a nice way of kind of keeping things civil. And people realize when they've gone over the line and it's, there's no consequences. But now you get rid of that. It's just, to me, it's like one more thing of taking away the public space where we all kind of, you know, we all kind of teach each other social mores. Yeah. That's going to be gone. And that's a big one. I mean, people say that theaters aren't a big, big, I don't know, I don't go to the movies anymore. Well, somebody is because they're making billions of dollars. For sure. So people are still going to the theaters. They're still putting money into these things to make them, like you said, yeah. recliners, all different stuff. There are obviously still people going to the theater, so this social sort of construct is still there. Yeah. So if we get rid of the theaters, I wonder if it's one of those things where, like, when something dies off in the food chain that no one ever thinks of, and you don't realize that this frog eats that, and because yeah. that frog eats that, this other thing eats that frog, you're like, oh shit! <laughs> like, you know, twenty five moves up, you're like, oh, people are gone. Yeah. So it's like, I wonder if it's one of those things where it's going to be like, yeah, theaters are gone. Everyone watches them at home, and then now when we go out in public, people are like don't check themselves anymore because this this small thing meant this much and we didn't realize it for sure it's possible yeah i can see that i mean i you know I, and then i bring up like sporting events too like how much of those yeah. in my own opinion have changed since i was 
you know, 12, 15. My dad right. used to take me to A's games. I think we talked about before. Like, we do not probably want to take our kids to any game. No. Really. I've taken the kids to Rivercats game, and that's been cool because it's minor league. People don't really take right. it seriously. Not as, it's not as crazy. But yeah. Like, I can't. I can't even imagine taking my ten-year-old to an NFL game. No, I would never take my kids to an NFL game ever. No, like I can't. Like literally, I get concerned when I just take my wife to an NFL game. Yeah, because she's a Bills fan and she wants to go see the Bills, and you know she likes. We like doing things together. There's only one division that the Bills play in, and there's only one crazy ass team that they play around yeah, here. <laughs> they play them every eight years at home. Well, you have to worry about it now. They're going to Vegas. Well, no, uh, I'm talking about the Niners. We oh, really I was talking about the Niners. We oh. never they played the Raiders at home before. Yeah, they have. It's every eight years they'll come around and either play one or the other. Wow. I think they just recently played the Raiders in Oakland. Yep, they did because Abe went. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I, I I've never been to a Bills game in Oakland, but I've been to four. I think four. Going back to a long time ago in Buffalo, right? Uh, I've been to four in Buffalo and four in San Francisco. And I can tell you that the crowds in Buffalo are much friendlier. Oh yeah. Like, and even I've been to the, I've been to the candle candlestick. I haven't been to a game at the new park. So maybe culture is changing. Candlestick was terrible. Candlestick was awful. I've I've been like, to Raider I games. Fear, like and, there was points where you're fearing, like, yeah. am I about to like are these people just about to start punching me? I've you been to know? both I've been to both San Francisco and Oakland games. I hate to tell you San Francisco fans, but your fans are way more violent. Awful. Way more violent. Awful people that live in San Francisco. Yeah. Well awful people that get drunk at forty nine games. I'll go with both. Did you know that this is totally off topic? Did you know that the, that they did a study that the poverty line in San Francisco and San Mateo County, where I grew up, I yeah. think you grew up in San Mateo County too, right? It wasn't San Jose and San Mateo County. County. So I think Santa Clara is just as bad. The median income for being below the poverty line for that area is oh. one hundred and twenty thousand a year. <laughs> if you don't make one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year, you're a, you're in the poverty line. Yeah, dude, they're getting rid of waiters and waitresses at restaurants because they can't afford to pay them anymore. And what they're doing now is everyone's like, it's like Jack's Urban Eats style. You go up, you order your food from a counter. And you get your silverware, you sit down, and someone runs your food over to you once they're done with it. But they don't actually have anybody come to your table anymore. Because they just can't afford to pay people anymore. Yeah. It's insane. Insane. That's like, it's the whole movie theater thing again, right? Yeah. It's just people, they can't afford to do, or they don't want to do. People don't want to interact with people. People don't want to sit down and talk right. to a waiter. and They just don't want to be bothered. They just want their food, and they want to sit down and eat. Well, the other thing, too, is like they showed them the same study, like, the the top what you would be considered the top one percent in your state if you made this amount of money yeah it's it's insane in california oh, yeah. it's like it's, i forget how many millions it is and then you go somewhere like south dakota or not south dakota but well south dakota probably too but they said um uh what was it uh new mexico it's like two hundred thirty thousand to be in the one percent yeah yeah just i mean just watch house hunters and see how many house hunter <laughs> episodes are in california like two yeah out of hundreds <laughs> yeah and they don't and they're all like, I'm a retired musician, and my <laughs> wife like invented something that's now in Google. Yeah. Like, so our budget is two point seven million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Two point cool. seven million. They're yeah. still showing them condos. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Meanwhile, dude. you got like that show, uh, 
The House Hunters International is great. Oh, we live in Puerto Rico. We have $37. <laughs> well, let me show you this 8,000 nice, square foot that's mansion. That's a nice budget for Puerto Rico. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, even Texas, that show, uh, that Fixer Upper show. With oh, yeah, yeah. Annoying Texans. <laughs> every house they make is the same. Anyway, don't, don't get me started on them. <laughs> but yeah, like every budget and every house, they're like, yeah, we can fix this house up. And it's like. $260,000 and everybody's like oh that's so much money and I'm like oh yeah. <laughs> you know the amount of house I would get if, if I moved it's oh, ridiculous but I, yeah it's yeah. it's I mean uh, I've had a lot of friends of mine that have moved out of California like since you know friends from high school and even friends I made at college and they're like yeah it's pretty much impossible for me to move back I, I, we've talked about moving out of California for a while now. Um, but you know, the problem is, is my mom just moved here to be around the grandkids yeah. and I, you know, she moved from what was her kind of her dream house to be here around the kids. So yeah. now I don't be like, all right, peace. Uh, we're leaving. <laughs> I mean, she did say to her credit, she did say, if you guys want to leave, I'd want to follow you. So, I mean, like, let me know where you guys want to go. Let me, you know, I'll yeah. make a decision. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things where we're kind of like, damn, man, I don't, living here does suck. I'm not a big fan of yeah. California anymore. I mean, I, yeah, the weather's great, but it's not that great here. I mean, we're sitting in my For garage sure. right now sweating our asses off because it's summertime. Yeah, but. It's 10 I mean, o'clock at night and it's like 80 degrees. Yeah. I mean, I could live in the heat in Phoenix and pay like. One eighth, <laughs> right? Of exactly. The mortgage that I have now. I was looking at the high desert in Nevada, where my 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 in laws live, and just like, ooh, I like that. Yeah. It's nice and cool. It's wide open, and my uh, you know, I don't, I didn't really get a lot of explanation as to what he meant by it, but uh, my wife's dad's a you know ex marine and was in Korea and all sort of stuff, and yeah, he was like living in California. I didn't feel the same feeling I feel living here. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I feel like I actually matter to my country living here. In California? No. Oh. In Nevada. Okay. He's like, in California, I just, I felt like I was a Californian. I wasn't huh. an American. He's like, and that was the way it seemed there. He goes, but then when you move here, it's like, it's, all, it's different. It's a different feeling. Hmm. So it's weird. And I get that because you hear people like, you know, people will say like, you know, like, where are you from? Well, I'm Californian. Like, no one ever in California ever identifies themselves as being an American. It's always, I'm a Californian. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're a republic. You know, it's it's weird. It's like it's like this weird thing where it's like, we're this other thing. We grew up saying that, like, you know, if California seceded, we'd be like the, the top five, um, fine, uh, top five, um, what's it called? Economies in the world. We still would be. So it's For it's sure. crazy. Yeah. So it's just, it's weird. That's And then now they're talking about splitting California in three things. It's actually going on the ballot this year. In a central, north, and southern California, and where we live right now, we would actually get the the lion's share of the money because we would sell our water to Southern California instead of giving it to them for free. Uh, all of our insurance and stuff would go down because car insurance and stuff. You're not because you pay. They average out as a state, yeah, and the majority of car accidents, things like that, happen in SoCal, yeah. So it, it wouldn't affect us anymore. All of our stuff would go down. Property taxes would go down. Things like that would all go down. Right. So. It's like one of those things where I'm kind of like, that'd be weird, but maybe let's think about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> San Francisco would be in the central California. Mm. So we'd be in northern. So we'd be just, it'd be like us and like, you know, Redding. Yeah. Yeah. Truckee. Truckee, all that. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But it's weird because you think about it as a parent and it's like, 
Dude, everything costs so much damn money. Yeah. And, you know, I've never been one to want to buy a house, but like if I did want to, I certainly couldn't do it here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I feel fortunate that we were able to get a house when we did and we were able to keep the house. And Right. You, you guys know. bought the right time? Yeah, I, I would say we bought at past the right time. Like we bought when it was, we bought when our house was overly expensive, I feel. But compared to what it would probably be worth now? Well, yeah, even now. Yeah. Like we're still upside down a little bit. But I feel like it's it's okay. I still feel like that's the house that we're going to be in for a while. So I'm, right. not, I'm not like, oh, this is awful, you know? Right. I'm just not, I'm not, I like the idea of, I mean, as you can tell by when you come to my garage, I've changed it once a week <laughs> in here. I, I, I don't like the the certainty of things being the same. Yeah. So the idea of living one place forever kind of freaks me out. So <laughs> I just don't. And my wife's fine with that. She doesn't care. So yeah. it's like, she's cool with it. And you know, if we ever want to buy a house, I'm open to it. The discussion It's just not something that's a priority for me. So yeah, I mean. It's not for everybody. It. But it's no. funny that you tell people that, man. They're like, oh, I can't believe you, you just don't want to grow up. Like, what? No, I just don't want to buy a house. Like, you know, I have car payment. Is that, does that count? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, every once in a while I get the, you know, I, do I, because I like our house, but sometimes it just, it's too much, you know? I just want to go back to living in an apartment. <laughs> yeah. That's why I watch those tiny house shows. Yeah. I'm like, I could do that. Oh, I'd strangle all my kids, but. At oh, least yeah. the house would always be clean. <laughs> would it though, or would it be like there's a shirt on the ground? This place looks horrible because <laughs> it's tiny. But then you could at least go, oh, just the, I just have to pick up this yeah, shirt instead true. of I have to clean these four rooms and pick up your socks. All these filthy. goddamn Legos and you know that'd be the th- that's the thing though. Like I would if my wife and I didn't have kids, I would totally go tiny house. Yeah. I would buy a tiny house. I'd be yeah, good with if that. It was just me and my wife. Yeah. I would totally be like, it's not fair with the kids. A nice big apartment. It's not fair with the kids. Do you feel like when you had your daughter, you reset your clock to when everything could go back to normal? Yeah. (laughs) That's how I felt too. I'm like, I was three years deep. Now I'm back to zero. Now we're at zero. (laughs) Now I have to count down another 21 years of my life. (laughs) Totally. That's okay. You go 21? Oh, I'm 18. No. One of my kids. Like, I'm fine. 18 was ideal. Like, I was like, yeah, 18. But one of my kids is going to be living there until they're 30. Yeah, but you can just treat them like shit. Because <laughs> they're, they're over 18. <laughs> Why don't you guys stag the right kind of milk? Why don't you get the fuck out of here? <laughs> you give me money for the right kind of fucking milk, and I will buy whatever fucking milk you want me to. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to get to the point at some point where I'm going to have to have my cereal, will have my name on it, and not one of my kids. Oh, God. Dad, why is this cereal? Where'd, my, where'd that box of cereal go? I'll be like, do you mean my box yeah. of cereal? <laughs> if it's your first son, you pay rent here. If it's your first son, I just can't wait to see him as that character. <laughs> yeah. Ma! Mila! <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see that too. But it's so funny because I, I envision that day and I'm like, which one of me and my wife, which one of us are going to like... Lose it first. Oh, like, she will for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. It's going to be like, it will hit the, she will hit the wall at one point and that kid will be moving out a week later. I could see her first shot across the bow would be finding you. Hey, kick him out. I'm killing him. Okay. 
like, and then it's like he's gonna say something like a day later, it's yeah. gonna piss her off, and she's gonna tell him that she said that to you. I told you, Dad, I was gonna kill you, <laughs> kick you. <laughs> You've been going to community college for ten fucking years. You think it's time to find a job? You could teach there by now. <laughs> you have a PhD in procrastination. Yeah. Oh my god, I think my dad actually said that to me. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you know, it's like the whole you know <laughs> I got this... three girls graduating. Yeah. <laughs> Should be the Van Wilder of the college. Remember when here and it's Jacob and me. I just, I'm just, I only have three credits. Football. You had to stay you eligible. You can't do that. You had to stay eligible with 12 credits and he had three. And football three was three. Football. Yeah, so I only had three credits and I got kicked off the team because my only credits were football. Oh, That's cool. why Jake always rolled in wearing pajamas. <laughs> pajamas with donuts. Just woke up. Going yep. to football practice. I got six good games till they check my, my academic <laughs> status. He knew it. He knew exactly. I used yeah. to have dreams about going to school and long after I graduated. And I would go to college and like not take a class. Yeah. And then like always intend to go and not go. Yeah. And then like at the end of the semester was coming and I would figure try to figure out what I could do to pass. Yeah. And the teacher's like, well, turn in this homework. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. And they're like, have you been here at all? I'm like, no. And like, yeah, it was like, I was I had that dream. It was weird. It was like a weird dream. I think it's probably rooted in the idea that I have bullshit my way through a few grades in college because I didn't do as much as I probably should have. Yeah, but, I, I witnessed that. Yeah, you did. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's, you know. It's a weird dream. Same dream I used to have when I played football, and I would see our team warming up at the field, and I was driving up because I was late, and I couldn't find a parking lot or an entrance. I would drive around the block watching the game, and I'd be like, oh, I want to get out there. Yeah. And it never occurred to me to just stop my car and run over there. Just hop the fence. Yeah, it never, never occurred to me. Yeah, I've had, I've had those weird football dreams, too. Yeah? I used to have them more in, when we were in uh, playing semi-pro. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, like we could never find our way to the game, or we get lost, or just which is weird thing because you and I were the most efficient people with that. Like yeah. we were there early, early, yeah, all that went to every practice like idiots. <laughs> I think you and I ever missed practice, even though it'd be like us and like one other lineman. Yeah, in our, in our early early years, we were always at practice. I don't remember ever missing one, honestly. To tell you the truth. Like, no. unless it was like a, like, you know, I, I'm out of town or, yeah, yeah. but like, I've never, I don't ever remember waking up on a Saturday being like, man, we ain't going to practice. Yeah. We yeah. went. Speaking of which, I gotta tell you about Tom, our old coach, Patrick. Uh, I talked to Sarah, his daughter. Yeah. He's doing good. He's quit smoking. That's good. He's doing good. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta have lunch with him one of these days. She said it would make her his day. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. his birthday's coming up. We should. How the hell do you remember that? It's just something. I don't remember anybody's birthday. <laughs> it's fine. Remember my old roommate uh, came home one day and he had like eight new DVDs. I was, I was like, what happened, man? Did you, you go, go shopping spree? Shopping? Yeah, I was like, oh, did you go shopping spree? He goes, this is my birthday. I was like, oh, I've lived with you for six years. I'm <laughs> a dick. birthday, I guess. Run inside, give him five bucks. <laughs> Happy birthday. I got this for you. I got it's this. Five dollars for my wallet. And how much you love Abraham Lincoln. I got this for you. Yeah, yep. I'm a dick about that. I don't know. I don't remember anyone's birthday. I figure as long as I don't remember anyone's birthday, I'm not being a dick. If I remember some people's birthdays, and it's like I feel like it feels like I'm prioritizing. I still have my kids' birthdays tattooed on my body, and it's the only way sometimes I literally remember. 
<laughs> I went to go to the checkout for my son. Like, date of birth? I'm like, um. Kind of looked at my leg, had shorts on. I was, like, I was scratching my leg, and I'm like, oh, it's this. And they're like, okay. <laughs> cheat sheet. Yep. And I only remember my wife's because it's a pretty, like, obvious number. So I'm like, okay. That's cool. good. Got that. Yeah. But that's literally it. That. No. No. We both don't remember the anniversary. We both almost forgot this year. That's awesome. She's just as bad about it as I am. So it's like, I'm off the hook on that. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't like Valentine's Day. So I got lucky that way. She doesn't like jewelry. I got lucky on that. Yeah. So I don't complain. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 I it's... feel like, yeah, anniversaries and your significant other birthday, they kind of get lost in the three children whirlwind. Yeah. Especially so. when, like, the more kids you have, every month there's something. So it just comes up, you're like, oh, April is this month. Yeah. And then you're like, shit, what day, though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing about nice about phones. I'll mark it in my calendar, and it just repopulates every year. Yeah. So you just go through and go, oh, this oh, this day is this, this day is this. That's it. Yeah. And Facebook helps you tell everyone's birthday. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yes, yeah. the magic of Facebook. Yeah, I know. I think I impressed the crap out of your wife. She's like, you know what tomorrow is, right? I'm like, yeah, it's Eric's birthday. She's like, you remembered? I'm like, yeah, I actually remembered this year. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know how I remember, but I did. Just popped in there. Yeah, just what? what? Just popped in there, Ray. What did you do? <laughs> uh, uh, see, okay, there's a movie I would never watch on Netflix. The remake of that. No. No. You wouldn't actually. No. Sit down for whatever. I'd rather watch another thing. I I that's the other thing with with Netflix. I try to prioritize my two hours. I'm like, okay, if I have two hours to spend, yeah, I want to see some movies that I haven't seen that I want to see. And the remake of Ghostbusters is not it. I can agree with that. Yeah. I only got two hours. I'm doing something that I want to do. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I would watch that new I haven't watching the Predators movie if, if it I see I, I want to see here's the thing. I want to see that for morbid curiosity. But what happens if it comes out and it gets like the twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes and everybody hates it? That's another reason to see Netflix. it, though. And see, but I'm such like, a, uh no. I'm a contrarian though. I'm like, was it really that bad? Come on, everybody. Yes. And I'll watch it and go, yeah, it really sucked. <laughs> it yeah. was really awful, yeah. and I can't get those two hours of my time. See, I think that's what it is. It's a movie like that, I have I have little opinion on. I'm just kind of like, okay, this is a thing. Yeah. Other than I think it's, it's a Family Guy plot. But it's like, okay, this is a thing. Where with the Ghostbusters movie, I'm like, why are you remaking one of the best movies ever made and changing it? Agreed. You know? Well, yeah. I feel like it's the same thing with the Predators, though. It's, like, it's almost like a remake. Like, you're telling the same. Kind of, yeah. And I mean, they did it in the first Predator movie. Yeah, we're getting back on the Predators now, but that's fine. Whatever, we're wrapping it up uh, on Predator. Yeah, so Predator fine. and Predator Two. You know, it's that same. You're taking the main character and you're t- going on that journey with him, where you know what's coming, but they don't, and it's their discovery of this crazy alien. Right. Yeah, that's that's what I want to see. I don't want to see them and then this kid all of a sudden brings the aliens down and all of a sudden the alien has to work with the human. No. You lost me already. This year it runs hot. You have the one girl that, you know, knows everything about predators that they yeah, have. Yeah, pull she's out the, of the a, yeah, alien expert that's... <laughs> she worked at Area 51 and... Then you got Carl Weathers being knew. a dick. <laughs> that's a, that's one of my favorite parts of the movie is... is, is the, the handshake Dylan you son of a bitch yeah, yeah. big flexing biceps that yeah. was 80s movies right there 
Fuck yeah. Everything about that movie was 80s movies. It was it was He-Man characters. The sequel was the 90s movies, right? Dude, you can't go wrong with Gary Busey and Aliens. No. It's the best thing ever. Danny Glover being old cop. Yeah. I mean, he did that in how many movies? <laughs> you know, that's his role. Get too old for this shit. God damn it. Aliens coming down Pop. here. Like they were Miami, I think it was in Miami. They were Miami cops, and they were yeah. fucking pissed. It off. was it was yeah, cause it was supposed to be hot and like like Colombian, like they were yeah. the Colombian drug trade, and they were fighting off drug lords too in that movie. Like more more nineties, totally oh, yeah. stereotypical drug lords, and say no to drugs, kids. Drug lords getting slaughtered by predators. Yeah, say no to drugs until so get killed by aliens. Speaking of Colombia, I saw this great meme for the uh, World Cup. It was like this dude dressed up like in the Mexico flag on his face and the jersey. It's like go Mexico. Yeah. There's those Sweden. Another lady with like like Argentina. It was Tony Montana with his gun. Fucking Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I I mean, tell me anybody who knows anything about history from the 80s and 70s and 90s and doesn't think Colombia immediately think think. Scarface. Cocaine and yeah. Scarface and friggin' uh, what's his name? Um, um, El Pacino? No, El Patrone, the uh, the real dude. Um, um, Pablo Escobar. Escobar, yeah. And even Johnny Depp, the, the character from Blow. That was a real yeah. dude. I forget his name. Um, I forget I his know. name. But he was a real guy. When they showed the picture of him at the end of the movie, it's like, yeah. ugh, it's creepy. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. It's yeah. creepy. Yeah, that was a cool movie too. I like that movie a lot. I don't remember if I saw that movie or not. Really? Yeah. Oh man, you should see that movie. It's a great movie. Johnny Depp, um, uh, Pee Wee Herman's in it, but he's not Pee Wee Herman. Um, I think uh, Penelope Cruz. Yeah. And there's somebody else, a couple other people who are in it. It's a Did really you see good movie. That other uh, recent, speaking of blow, that, the Tom Cruise movie. No, the. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie with him and uh, Wolf of Wall Street yeah no weirdly enough Mark and I just talked about that on the other podcast we're talking about that movie really yeah it's fucking amazing I've heard it's an amazing movie it's an amazing movie like, is it on Netflix right now could, uh, maybe I don't remember seeing it but I haven't searched for it I, I, I do want to see that movie it's a great movie it was like, one of the movies that came out right when my kid was born I think yeah. so I like I missed a good like year or so of movies Jonah Hill's in it yeah, yeah. it was like skinny Jonah Hill too right no Oh, it was Fat Jonah Hill? Yeah. Okay. So it was Moneyball Jonah Hill? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely many Moneyball. Um, it was right around that time when I missed out on like a good swath of some cool Matthew movies. McConaughey. All right. Ugh, so great in that movie. All Is he only games. in like two scenes? Yeah. Yeah. He fucking nails it, dude. Yeah. Like totally Ben Affleck Matthew. did in... Totally uh, Matthew McConaughey. Like so Ben great. Affleck in Boiler Room? Yeah. I'm 22 years old and I'm a goddamn millionaire. <laughs> it's so... Yeah. It's just a great movie. And then at the end, it's the same thing you were saying with... Uh, blow and the dude at yeah. the end where like it's the movie's loosely based on yeah yeah well, yeah. I guess he's still alive that guy's yeah, still yeah, around he does like motivational speaking yeah. and shit yeah but yeah hilarious yeah I gotta see it's that just a funny movie because you're like how over the top is this shit and it just keeps going and going and going and you're like this is just crazy and then you know just all comes <laughs> that's what I love about that movie Pain and Gain did you ever see that with The Rock yeah Remember, movie too. remember the middle of it when they're trying to kill that guy and they yeah. drive over like four times they stop screaming they're like remember this is a true story <laughs> so ridiculous <laughs> I uh on a, a different thing I work on not a podcast but it's a thing I involve myself with on the podcast it's uh I do some interviews 
I set up an interview with a guy who's a real person in that movie Tag, like a real like one of the real guys. Oh yeah, from I think we actual... talked about this last week. Did I? Yeah. yeah. He's is cool. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool, and it was uh, it was it, it, I want to see that movie just because I think it, it's interesting. I think it looks funny. I saw the actual thirty for thirty, not thirty for thirty, but it was like a outside the lines thing on it. Okay. It was interesting, like the way the guys do it. I mean, yeah. they, they yeah, they're they're funny. The they guys their own, like rule set and everything. Yeah, rules, and they have certain ways that they'll like the certain ways they hide to from each other and tag each other and yeah, yeah. We actually did tag a guy's dad at a funeral and stuff and <laughs> all that. And, but it was interesting. Yeah, it, it looks cool. I kind of want to see. It. Uh, plus, I, I'm a big Jeremy Renner fan. I like that guy. Yeah, yeah. I like him. He's he's funny. And Hannibal Burris. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Hannibal Burris. <laughs> One of the most underrated comics in in the world. Yeah. Guy's so funny. He's so funny. He the apple like, juice bit. If you yeah. get a minute, go uh, go to YouTube and do Hannibal Burris apple juice. Yep, it's, it's so funny. Also, Hannibal Burris New Orleans. Yeah, where he talks about how you can buy a parade, and he's like, "I just do it at inconvenient times at six in the morning." Like that's six a.m. That's Hannibal time. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he's a funny ass comic, dude. I like that guy a he lot. Is. Yeah, he's a nice guy too. Yeah, like he's all really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Surprising how many of those guys are cool dudes. Like, most of them hate themselves. Yeah, and they just you know <laughs> they're cool to everybody else. <laughs> Patrice O'Neill was the weirdest one, man. That guy was super quiet. Yeah, he was he was nice, but he was just super kept to himself. Whereas like as outgoing and shit talk as he as was, he does on stage. Yeah, yeah it's completely different. Yeah, he's super quiet guy. Yeah, I think that was before I. I saw his I saw his show at the a Punchline, but that was before I worked there. That was one of my favorite ever. He gets yeah. up on stage and just like those two chicks were right next to the stage. Oh and man, he thought they he were hot. Just, yeah, he was just talking to them the whole yeah. night. He kept telling everybody, funny. "Get the fuck out!" Yeah, <laughs> He's like, y'all can leave. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> that dude was uh, hilarious, dude. Man. He was so good. Anthony Jeselnik still has that was one of his meanest jokes ever. Because remember how Patrice got sick in November from diabetes? Yeah, he went to a coma and died in December. Yeah, and Jesselnik in one of the rows said, "I didn't know Patrice very well, but I knew he wouldn't miss Thanksgiving." I was like, "Jesus, Jesselnik!" Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't care, dude. Speaking of movie theaters, that was another one. After the the Batman shooting, he was like, his tweet was, "So other than that, how was the movie?" <laughs> Jesus, Anthony. That that guy's stand up, dude. The one that's on Netflix, Thoughts and Prayers. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. One of the best stand-ups I've seen in a long time. Really good. I mean, it's not Tom Segura good, but it's good. Oh. Tom Segura's are you know, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he's... To me, he's... Him, Burr, Rogan, they're, like, the best right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because Louis C.K. is pretty much dead. Ah, Louis, too. I, I still love Louis. He talks about in his act he did that for with a girl before. He talks about it in his act. Yeah. It's like, that's Louis' thing. I mean... I heard weird stuff about Louie when we were working at the club. Just, they're all weird. Yeah. All those dudes. Oh, yeah. Weird. They do weird shit. Just don't. The difference is Jim Norton gets out in front of us. Like, yeah, I like banging trannies. Trannies, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, uh, <laughs> I heard a story of Mitch Hedberg that one night when um, one of the op- the feature acts brought his girl back to the hotel room and he was making out with her and they started hooking up and Mitch is watching him. And he's like, Mitch, stop, turn away. Mitch is like, nah, I'm going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> you sat there. Oh man, <laughs> they're all weird, man. You live on the road and you're dysfunctional to begin with because you're a comic. Yeah, nothing about nothing about that's gonna be normal. No, yeah, like all comics and 
uh, WWE wrestlers. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> Those guys are all screwed up. Oh, man. Hooked on pills. Touring like 300 days a year. Shh. Screw that. Couldn't do that. Hell no. And they have families and stuff. Some of them have kids and I don't that's get That's why that. all their kids end up wrestling too. Yeah, that's true. Or hating their parents. Yeah. Yeah, like Jake the Snake Roberts' daughter. Yeah. You ever see that Beyond the Mat where she like no. just basically hates him? Really? Yeah. It's, it could be like Flair's daughter who just like, okay, let's wrestle. Yeah. I'm surprised Hogan's daughter hasn't started doing it yet. Surprised she started doing porn. <laughs> I guess that's an option. It usually is. Have you seen... Um... <laughs> but do you want to be the dude? No. Thing? No. No. You just... Your dad's Hulk Hogan? No. I'm good no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, we're just going to skip that. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> You're going to have to find somebody else for that 200 bucks in my life. <laughs> I know, right? Dude, think about it. Kim Kardashian got super famous off that sex tape. No one knows who Ray J is anymore. No. There's nothing in it for the guy. Nope. Nothing. Um, Who was it? I was a. Did you see the Ric Flair 30 for 30? Yeah. That's super sad. It was. He's just a big, big pathological liar. But uh, you. They live those characters, man. I know. You do. You play somebody for 300 days a year. Yeah. You are that person. You absorb that. And you. It, the thing that I got out of that is he has a lot of mental issues mm-hmm. that don't get dealt with because he never has time to stop. Yeah. So, like, the whole thing where Jim Ross was, like, saying how he was, there was nobody at the bar hanging out, yeah. like, really, so he just started buying drinks for everybody and made a party out of it himself. Yeah. That's not a functional person. That's, you, normal person would be like, oh, I'm going to hang out at the bar. There's no one here. I could, I'll just grab some chicken wings and go home. Go home. Yeah. Go to bed. Nope. nope. Ric Flair needed to be up and drinking. Ric Flair was, a, he's a different sort of human. Yeah, dude. He's a different <laughs> breed of person. That's yeah, a different guy. It reminded me a lot of that movie, The the Wrestler, with uh, yeah. Mickey Rourke. That see that was based on Beyond the Mat, I think. Really? Because his his character is a lot like Jake the Snake. His daughter hates him. Yeah. He's basically just hooked on all kinds of drugs and Yeah. Yeah. It's, that movie's like if you want to know how life is as a wrestler, yeah. just watch that. Dude, I, I saw something that was super sad. That guy, um who's a guy who was in ECW who was like used to hit himself in the head with a kendo stick all the time when he came out. Samoa Joe. No. He was a white dude. Everybody thought he was like like he was like the guy, but the WWE never signed him, or they did. They Sabu, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sabu, he's still wrestling. A lot of those guys are still wrestling, dude. Those ECW guys took a beating. Yeah, I mean, I can't talk. You and I took a beating for nothing either, playing semi pro ball. But like those guys took a beating for like very little. Same thing, yeah. Yeah, very little. Just and, for the yeah. for for a guy to go, hey, aren't you Sabu? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, no entourage, no, your daughter could be in porn. Nope. Nothing. Nope. No multi-million dollar media conglomerate. Right. <laughs> yeah, no Triple H marrying the boss's daughter. No. Nah. None of that shit. That sucks. Yeah. But I guess you sign up for it. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, that's what you sink your life into. And you're, all of a sudden your family follows you into it. Yeah, and they have a lot of, I mean, I'm sure they have a lot of fun stories and a lot of parties and whatever. Yeah, it's just their life, yeah. Yeah. I guess it realizes you know, when you hit 50, 60 years old, the party dries up, then you got nothing. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> it does suck. For you and I's perspective, it sucks. But I guess for some people, they love it. Yeah. Whatever. That's where they're at. All right, well, this podcast got dark. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> Let's end it here then. <laughs> and we're done. And all right. Well, bye everybody. Good night. Well, Tomatoa hasn't always been this glam. I was a drab little crab once. Now I know I can be happy as a clam Because I'm beautiful, baby Did your granny say, listen to your heart Be who you are on the inside I need three words to tear her argument apart Your granny lied I'd rather be shiny Like a treasure from a sunken pirate wreck Scrub the deck and make it look shiny I will sparkle like a wealthy woman's neck just a sec, don't you know? Fish are dumb, dumb, dumb. They chase anything that glitters. Beginners, oh, and here they come, come, come to the brightest thing that glitters. Mm, fish dinners. I just love free food, and you look like seafood. Always having trouble with his look. You little semi dummy mini god. Ouch, what a terrible performance. Get the hook. Get it? You don't swing it like you used to, man. Yet I have to give you credit for my start. And your tattoos on the outside. For just like you, I made myself a work of art. I'll never hide. I can't. I'm too shiny. Watch me dazzle like a diamond in the rough. Strut my stuff, my stuff is so shiny Send your armies but they'll never be enough My shell's too tough, my way man You can try, try, try But you can't expect a demigod To be the take apart Pick it up, you will die, die, die Now it's time for me to take apart Your aching heart Far from the ones who abandoned you Chasing the love You try to be tough, but your armor's just not hard enough. Now it's time to kick your highness. Ever seen someone so shiny? Soak it in, cause it's the last you'll ever see. Say love be me, I'm so shiny. Now I eat you, so prepare your final plea. Just for me. You'll never be quite as shiny You wish you were nice and shiny